what do we want to talk about on today's Opinions Matter? It's something that normally only happens uh, around uh, Halloween time. But it doesn't have to be just Halloween for scary stories because unexplained paranormal events can happen anytime. They don't just happen around Halloween. And I always find that strange that people think... Or Friday the 13th. Well, that's more unlucky things, isn't it? Is it? Is that yeah. spooky stuff? Yeah, no, no, no it's no? more okay. unlucky. Um, but yeah, spooky things people only ever associate with um, with Halloween. And the fact of the matter is, is that unexplained things can happen anytime. Is that you're making love music? Well, it's two minutes long, so yeah, the music is so <laughs> pretty much would be perfect, actually. Yeah. Uh, um, and it all comes about, Casey's going to tell a story. I have a story. A lot of you listening right now will have stories that you just can't explain. Tell the audience on the podcast, Casey, what happened to you. Do you want the reason we got into it or my Hellfire Club story? The reason we got into it. What okay, happened Okay, so you? this morning I had my phone. I locked it, put it on my kitchen island. It was charging. Kitchen I, island. Ooh, kitchen island. <laughs> I went into my sitting room. Um, there was nobody in the kitchen. I had My phone was definitely locked. About five minutes later, I can hear something come from the kitchen. And I'm like, what is that? The TV in the kitchen is off. There's nobody in there. What the hell is that? And all I could hear is, woo, Katie, Katie. So I was like, what the sh-? So I Sorry, your vo- a voice was calling you, Katie, Katie. Katie, Katie, I could hear. And then I walked in and my phone was... Did it say, come running home again, Katie? Yes. It sang it to me. No, but I walked in and my phone was open playing a video of my hen night five years ago. Which was a horror fest, I believe. An absolute horror fest. No, but it was I I couldn't even explain it. And the fact if it was a new video or something, you know, a recent video, I'd say, okay, maybe it's just a glitch on my phone, but the most random video five years ago. So your phone was locked? Yes. It was definitely locked. Like you were on your hen night. Yes. And this video, which was just stored somewhere on your phone. Yes. Actually, it wasn't even on my actual phone. It was on my Google Drive. It was in my Google Drive. Because this is, I've obviously changed my my phone since. Yeah, sure, sure. So it was on my Google Drive. No. So I don't, I cannot comprehend how it could happen. Has anybody who's been on your head and I died since? No. Oh, Jesus. Oh, don't don't go saying it. No, no, because I'm just... I'm just, but you obviously believe that this is... It was, it was very, very strange. Very, 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 very strange. No explanation for it. No explanation. My phone was locked, definitely. You you haven't opened that video in ages. Haven't opened that video in ages. And it's not on my handset. It's in my Google Photos. So I didn't even download it back onto my handset. It's, I... And then there were people on Facebook saying, oh, it's a glitch, it's a glitch. That, I just cannot understand how that could possibly be a glitch. And as I said, nobody from your hen night has passed on to the next no. world. No. Do you believe in the paranormal, by the way? I didn't use it until we start doing our Halloween shows. I was always a bit sceptical then. I have a story about the Hellfire Club that I'll tell later. Mm. Um, and one day I went up to the Hellfire Club many, many years ago, and that, that changed my opinion. Yeah. That changed my opinion. I was the same. I didn't believe in paranormal stuff. And many of you who've been listening to us for years will know that um, myself and Adrian for many years did our Halloween shows from haunted locations. And um, I've seen some stuff that cannot be explained. I've seen tables lifting uh, in front of my very eyes. Um, that no strings attached, no people lifting, just a table <laughs> levitating. Really? Isn't that the word? Yeah. I have seen dead animals fall down in front of me. I have one of the 
most inexplicable events that happened to me was, and I'm going to try and find the photograph actually, was when we were doing our Halloween show from Wicklow Jail. Mm-hmm. And I went into the cell that used to hang people in it. Okay. Um, so there was, a, there was a cell that used to, used to hang prisoners in it. And I went into the cell to do a report. And when I came out of the cell, the girl who was taking the photographs, uh, Captain Phillips. Remember Captain Phillips? Yes, I yeah. remember Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips was her name. Uh, Captain Phillips looked at me when I came out of the cell and her face turned pale. I said, what's wrong, Captain? I didn't call her Captain at the time. Mm. Um, what's wrong? And she said, get a mirror. And she opened her phone and she opened the camera on her phone. And there was a rope mark around my neck as if I'd been strangled with a rope. Stop. Yeah. And you still have the photo. Yeah, I'm sure I have it somewhere. You can post it on Facebook for everyone to see. Yeah. And um, it has the branding of an old radio station I worked for, though. And we can get rid of that, can't we? Swipe that out. Which? You do a bit of uh, Photoshop on it. And what? That's the logo of oh. the radio station I worked for. Um, but, uh, who cares? But absolutely no explanation for it. That's really um, strange. And if you look closely at the photograph, and I'll find the photograph, and for those of you watching on Facebook, I'll And sorry, actually, you. while Jeremy's looking for that photo, guys, for anyone watching on Facebook, if you could share this video, please, we would really appreciate it. Yes, please. Just to let your friends know that we are here and that we are talking about something very bizarre today. So that that was my that was my um, unexplained, uh, I suppose, paranormal event, and there's no that is really weird. There's no explanation for it. You were doing the, one of the shows, was it? Yeah, it was one of the shows, and it's not something you could even you couldn't. And but I, I, I'm telling you now, I swear, I swear on my life that it wasn't makeup or anything like that. It was a no, rope, I believe you. It was a rope mark around my neck. Anyway, we want to open the lines to you. We want to hear from you. Has anything ever happened to you that you cannot explain uh, from the paranormal? Uh, send us a message now. 085-825-2626. 085-825-2626. Here is Liz. Liz in Kilkenny, just a little WhatsApp for your topic on opinions matters today on the paranormal, as you're calling it. I prefer to call it the spirit life. So my little experience was my brother died a number of years ago. He died in his sleep, um, unexpected, very peacefully, very happy with a smile on his face. And then after in my grief process, I struggled to sleep, thinking the same thing would happen to me. And actually what was happening was uh, my radio, stereo, completely turned off. Not off at the plug, but turned off at the switch. Would turn on, often in the middle of the night. Full blast, roaring, roaring out one of my brother's favourite songs, which would kind of played on mainstream radio. So it could be three o'clock in the morning and you get AC thunderstruck. Full blast. Or Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper. Ironic. Um, so yeah, and for me, it didn't doesn't spook me, doesn't scare me. It's the spirit life. We're more than just a body when we die. There's a soul. Where does the soul go? And I get great comfort knowing that my brother's soul comes to visit me when maybe I'm not able to sleep because I'm thinking about him or I'm distressed or upset, and he he comes to visit me via the music. So it's really I've had a lot of death in my life. I've had a, I've experienced a lot of grief. And really, when I, I don't consider death to be final. It's not final. It's a transition. And 
since I've considered it a transition and I've accepted that we're more than just flesh and bones, there's more to us than that, I can connect with a lot of spirits that I've been connected to in the living years. I don't connect to other people's spirits, but I can connect to the ones that were close to me in the living years. And they do, they come back to visit. My father, my mother, the four-year-old child, my brother. And for me, I find it very comforting. Not spooky or scary or anything like that. That's just what you make up in your mind. That's how it's about your belief. But I do think if more people really believed in the spirit, the spirit life and had some belief in that, they would get much more comfort um, with their grieving process. So, great topic, lads. Look oh, forward to very much. on the podcast. Keep her lit. Thanks, Liz. And I'm glad that brings you, it brings her some amount of comfort. Mm. You see, a lot of people don't feel the same way, though. No. And it gives you comfort. But a lot of people are terrified by the, by the unknown. Like, this right? is what is annoying me on Facebook. Kevin, oh, for fuck's sake, on Facebook. I never mind, Kevin. No, but I mean, don't rip on people who believe in this because for a lot of people it is providing comfort and if it gives someone comfort whether whether you believe it or not or whether you agree with it or not leave them at it don't don't rip the piss out of them anyway I'll tell you my story about the Hellfire Club well can so, we go to Stacey first yes go to Stacey first it's not, yes. not all about you no no, no it's not, not no uh, Stacey how are you how are you Jeremy hey Katie hey Stacey cool now what story have you got for us well, I done a mediumship course um, a few years ago, and I remember we were doing a paranormal actually investigation in the Darndale um, Bell Centre. Yeah. And um, we were going around down one night, like, and like we were all picking, like, we done it a few times. We didn't just do it once, you know, and um, like we were picking up all different things. We were able to pick up, like, see the way you were talking there a few minutes ago about the rope around your neck. You yes. know, like the mark of it. Yes. Yeah, like we were actually visualizing, like, we were able to visualize things like that as well, like happening and energies, you know, like, um, feelings in our bodies, you know, like that would have happened from years ago. Like, well, whenever, like, whatever was there before the whole, like, building, you know, and, um, like, but I also, like, you know, like, from the away from the whole paranormal side of it as well, like, a lot of us would experience a lot of spiritual know, stuff as well. And do you think it's, do you, you obviously believe in it, do you? Yeah, I do believe in it, yeah. And what, if you were to give me one thing that's happened to you that you can't explain, what would it be? One thing that happened to me, well, for starters, I remember the very first time I ever experienced anything was when I was a child and I woke up one night and when I looked out, I seen someone looking in at me and I thought it was me ma. And then when I woke up then the next morning and I said it to me ma, she was looking at me with ten heads and said, like, why would I be looking at you going to sleep for when I be asleep myself? So. Oh, well, OK. Um, so that's that's inexplicable. There's no explanation for that at all. Sure, there's not. No. <laughs> so that's one thing. But I had other loads of living other little signs as well, like with music and other little things happening as well. Like I could go on until tomorrow, you know, like but you know, again it's all down to like whether you believe in it or not, like and whether you get comfort out of it or not, you know. And it's all and Do you believe some people are more um susceptible susceptible to, to this to part to witnessing and experiencing paranormal activities? Yeah, that's it. Like, a lot of people would be skeptical, skeptical, do you know what I mean? But then there's a lot of people that would be believe, uh, believers, 
you know, but then like at the same time from what we got taught in our mediumship as well, if like, you don't make people believe either, like it's either they believe in it or they don't believe mm. in it. Do you know what I mean? They say the kids are more intuitive, the kids can yes. see things that adults can't. And actually I'll tell you a story. I used to work in a crash years ago years and years ago and I remember a little girl, she was gorgeous little thing she was only about two and we were going downstairs to the kitchen area to have lunch and she hung back and she was like bye granny bye or bye nanny bye nanny and I was like what she was waving at the window bye nanny and I was like that's so weird what the hell and then that day her mother came in to collect her and she was really upset and I said are you okay do you mind me asking are you all right you look mm. really upset and she turned around to me and she goes yeah my mother-in-law just pa- passed away this morning like no way what yeah. are the chances that couldn't be a coincidence it couldn't be. No. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. That yeah. is. Thanks very much for your call, uh, Stacey. Uh, if you want to get in on this, 085-825-2626. Lots of calls coming in already with some interesting stories. Uh, Gemma is on the line. How are you, Gemma? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Hi, what story have you got for us? Um, so I have two. The first one is when I was recently on holidays in Florida. Um, and like usually I wouldn't believe in like those stories or anything like that but sure. I was in an art gallery and um, it was really really warm like and uh, I went into the bathroom and it was freezing like I mean ice cold goosebumps cold in the bathroom and um, so I went in and I locked the door in the stall and uh, I, I just suddenly got this like chill through me and I just felt really unsettled and uh, then the, the, the slidey lock thing like in front of me eyes opened itself and the door opened <laughs> and yeah from that day I definitely believed then <laughs> and it, I, I always ask this uh, of people but is there any other explanation for that or can there no, be no and like and I'm about to study psychology like from a very like you know what I mean I, I don't usually believe in any of the kind of spiritual stuff but um, there, there was nobody else in the bathroom like there was nothing like <laughs> It was like somebody opened it, except I obviously didn't see anybody. So that is the only explanation you can think of uh, for that happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since then, do you have a new respect for the paranormal? Do you uh, you believe it more? Do you you believe that these that there are spirits among us? Yeah, I, I definitely do. <laughs> um, yeah, because you hear everybody, everybody I know has at least one story, do you know what I mean? And then my grandparents passed away recently and I would have had like strange things happen to me with like what like some people would perceive to be messages and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. Do you know what's really interesting? Is that, is it more um, of a woman's thing to believe? Because it seems from what I can see here on Facebook that men tend to be more sceptical than women. Well, as I said, I was until... Your incident. Un- until I did that, that those Halloween shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and do you tell many people that story? Um, yeah, well, I have been because it, it freaks me out. So, <laughs> yeah, to try and make me feel a bit more sane, I have been telling people, yeah. But um, I have another story um, of when my granddad passed away. I had a dream that he passed away and okay. it turned out that he, he would have passed away at the exact same time I had the dream. And what was the dream? Um, that he was after passing away and we got a phone call from the hospital to say that he was after passing away. And so I woke up crying. I asked my parents, you know, is my granddad okay? Yeah. And they were like, oh yeah, he's fine. And then uh, I fell back asleep then. And they woke me up two hours later and they had got a call to say that he had passed away and it would have been around the exact same time I had that dream. Oh my God. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, there's no explanation for that, is there? No. <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that that was like... Coincidences like that don't just happen. That can't be just a coincidence. It can't be. It's such a random mm. dream to have. You dream someone's dead. Yeah. It's very strange. And again, when you tell yeah. people, when you tell people, do they believe you? Yeah, they they always tell me not to tell them if I have a dream that they die. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and are you terrified of the paranormal, or sorry? Are you terrified? Does it scare you, the paranormal? No, it used to like years ago, and then like research, and then you know stories from other people, and I just feel like it's something to be more respected, maybe. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, people always make fun of us. And I remember when we were doing our Halloween shows, people oh, would regularly yeah. make fun. Ah, it's all made up. It's all made up. And I can tell you now, I've no reason to lie now. I don't work on that show anymore. And I'm telling you now that it was all real. The- I remember when I used to listen to you guys before I started working with you in FM 104 and then in 98, obviously. Yeah. But I used to listen. I used to think, ah, oh, there has to be a bit of play going on here, a little bit of acting until I started working with you. And I went to, do you remember the one you did? It, you only podcasted it on this um, oh, platform yes. a, few, a few months ago. Lep Castle, got, was it, or Leap Castle? Yes. And then after that, I was like, holy shit. Like that, I remember that going home that evening at, or that night in the pitch black, it was terrifying. Well, my wife was the same. My wife was uh, sceptical about it. And I said, you know what? The next time I do a Halloween show, you're coming along with me. It's and, nothing to open the eyes like that, yeah, Jen. And she came along with me. I can't remember which because we did them in so many different haunted places. And... Um, Gemma, I swear to God, we were we were sitting around the table and we had the Ouija board on mm. the table and we were all oh jo- we were all joining our hands. We had our hands on top of the table and the table levitated up onto one leg. Now there's no way that no. there's no way that so could ha- there's no way that could happen with all the hands placed on the table. And I say this I say this to everybody, Gemma, who's skeptical. I said, That's fine. I, I understand someone being skeptical, mm-hmm. but go and do something like that yourself yes. and then yeah. you will you will realise that there has to be spirits out there. I mean, it makes it, um, it makes sense. It's kind it? of off a di- on a different note, but a couple of people messaging here who have done the Ouija board. Can I just say, do not mess with the Ouija board. I'm no. not going to tell the story, but I did it years ago. I got into a habit of doing no, it. The only reason I did it was because we had professionals. No, 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 no. I did it when I was in my teens with friends and it used to be a bit of messing until there was one day we were on the Mitch from school. I'm not going to tell the story because I cry every time I... T- but I, many days you were on the Mitch from school. I, I Mitched a lot, but I was on yeah. the Mitch. We were in her fr- my friend's house and we all said, oh, feck it, we'll play the Ouija board. And I swear to God, never again. So if you are somebody who's thinking of testing it out for the fun, don't go near it. Genuinely. It's, it's, even if you don't believe no. in it and you're just having a laugh, stay away from it. You're opening up a, a yeah, realm. Even, What's the yeah. thing called that moves across the Ouija board? The planchette. No planchette. Now we, we, made the, we made a homemade one. Like, we didn't have the proper yeah, you Ouija don't need board. A proper we word. used a glass. Yeah, you can but I tell you now, after what happened, never again. And I would urge people not to. I said, uh, we did it before, but we did it with the guidance of like a professional professional. and, you know, they do a closing ceremony after us where they um, send the spirits back as well. I was buried in a graveyard. Oh my God, how the hell did you do that? Yeah, I know. And let me tell you this story, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was in a, in a disused um, cemetery in the Dublin mountains. And I was buried in a coffin with a camera in the coffin and the webcam was in the, and I was buried and the soil was put on top of the coffin. And. Oh God. Then we connected with the psychic who was on top of the the ground, who was 
able to talk to me within the coffin. And she said, I don't want you to get alarmed, Jeremy. And I said, oh God, what's this? Now I'm claustrophobic, but I was trying to control my claustrophobia in the coffin. And she says, I don't want to alarm you, but there's a deceased woman lying on top of you in the coffin. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I was like, I got to get out of here. And she said, no, 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 no. She doesn't mean you any harm. I can see her. She is lying on top of you, smiling right into your face. I was like, oh my God, I got goosebumps. <laughs> I was like, let me out of this. Let me out of this. No, no, she, she doesn't mean you any harm. I can see her now. She has long gray hair. She's wearing a gray coat. And she's literally on top of you right now. Oh, my God. And she means you no harm. And that just... The, the close saver came to weeing myself uh, live on the radio. Um, so you need stuff like that to happen to you before you um, before you actually believe. And I think that's, that, that's the issue, There's a very it? interesting WhatsApp there from Morris. Um, it's just in relation to what you were saying there about the rope around your neck. Okay. And I have that photograph. I'm going to show it to you in a second. Let's listen to uh, Morris first. Hang on now. How you doing, Jeremy? Yeah, I just said I'd drop you in a little night, a voice note there. I was listening to you uh, talking about your experience uh, of when you came out of the cell where you had witnessed in the cell where people had been hung in previous uh, occasions. And when you appeared out of the cell with the rope mark around your neck, I think it's a sign of your body or your spirit showing you that you were actually hung in a previous life oh wow so you can go and get regressed and you can go back into previous lives that you've had there's a great book out there called um oh god i read it twice dr brian weiss on it um won't come to me at the moment dr brian weiss w-e-i-s-s and um he wrote a, a great book about somebody that he regressed and i think in the book she ended up having about 70 previous lives and uh, it was really good. Cheers, Morris. Thanks, Morris. Adrian did that before. We got someone on who's into regression on the radio and discovered that Adrian drowned on the uh, Titanic. Did you know that? No. Yeah, she came on and she did a reading for Adrian and found out that um, he was actually on the Titanic. Do you believe in that? Yeah, no, no, not so That's much. That's a bit far-fetched, isn't it? No, I found the photograph. For those of you who are watching uh, this podcast on Facebook, I'm going to hold it right up to the uh, to the camera there. And you will see, you will see there, I'm just trying to get the shine off it. You will see a photograph of me and literally uh, the rope mark uh, around my neck. Now, I wasn't even aware of that, that that mark was there until until the person who was working with me uh, pointed it out to me. Look at that, right around the neck. That is not makeup. Uh, that is 100% uh, real. Let me go to Niall. How are you, Niall? How are you doing? Um, Grant. <laughs> what do you want to say about this? Yeah, well, look, I won't say whether I'm a believer or non-believer. I kind of, I'm not really, I don't really think about it much. And I think, uh, which is are saying there, that men tend to be more sceptical. And I'd agree with that. I think we're just more logical thinkers. We could, like, we've come up with a more logical explanation for everything. But do you have, an, do you have a logical explanation um, for the, the rope mark around my neck? Because I don't. No, to this day, no. I don't. No, uh, like I said, I, I don't know if I believe or don't believe, but like I, I've, I've seen some things myself I don't have an explanation for. So um, well, I just got ahead with the story, will I? Yeah, go ahead, um, sure. Uh, well, basically, I was going, going back 25 years and I was just moving out for the first time out of home, just a young fella, and there was no uh, like mobile phones. So the way you advertise or look for uh, places to rent is like you put up notices in supermarkets. Okay. So. I only I put up a notice in all the supermarkets in the town, you know, looking for accommodation. I only got one call, 
and this woman uh, brought us to see the place and it was like a bungalow divided in half. And she lived in one half with her daughter and she said that her elderly mother had lived in the other half but had passed away there like three years previously and she'd never rented it out. She only decided to do so when, when she saw my ad. Okay. And she said, no, does this body you? And I'm like, no, not, not at all. I, you know, I wouldn't uh, be bothered by that at all. So uh, Grand moved in. And, uh, the place was like the... Oh, are you there? <laughs> oh, my God. Both the calls are just after cutting on both phones. Look, literally, randomly, both phones at the same time. No, it, it could be just a bad signal. Co- both get... phones at the exact same time cut. Okay. Cage what is, the fuck? Cage is getting <laughs> freaked now. Let's have a listen to this from Paddy. We will get so him back because I want to hear the rest of that story. Here's uh, Paddy. Hi, Paddy. How are you, Jeremy? How are you? Katie. Love the show. Great copy, by the way. I've done the Ouija board before and going back 20 odd years ago. And uh, the Ouija board did work. It moved around. There was no tricking around. No tricking around moving the, the two peak kind. And the uh, Ouija board worked. Done it on a piece of paper. Done it out. Asked some questions. You went to yes and no. Asked questions and definitely worked. But do you believe in people that can read cards there's another question for you do you believe in all that i do believe that we are surrounded by spirits 100 great show lads talk to you later it's ireland's most talked about podcast the only podcast with live callers and live debates it's opinions matter with adrian and jeremy kira how are you hi how are you good now what do you want to say about this yeah i was i Basically, I had a couple of experiences with spirits, but the main one when I was 10. Um, so I remember like yesterday. Um, okay, like, tell me. Um, so um, I'm from Bray, and before the Southern Cross, if you know of the area, it was I know it well. Fields and fields. So there was this. Is that, is that where the big? Us. Is that where the big uh, bull is? Where the big um, the concrete bull thing is on the side of the road, isn't it? Yes, near there. Yes. Yeah, down the end. They have the new. They have the new pedits there. Yes, that's right. yeah. yes, exactly that field. Um, so we as kids, you know, you get kicked out till dark, played in the cornfield, um, hide and seek. The corn was like seven foot high. You couldn't find us. So I decided I'd go back to the bathroom and come back. And as I was coming back into the field to play, I just stood and was staring at this white figure sitting on a piece of corn. Um, wow. Hair flowing. Yeah, it was just freaky. Um, hair flowing, no face, pure white as a piece of paper, literally. Um, I ran back to the house and told my one of my brother's friends at the time, who was his best friend, and he came, he couldn't see it. So no one, well, people believe me, but like, it just, it, that's just me. Yeah, so I believe to this day that was someone trying to stop me going back in for some reason. I don't know why, but just it's a, it was white, so I wasn't really, really scared, but I just didn't go back into the cornfield that day. And this was vivid. You could see this vividly. Yeah. Like it was yesterday. Like it was yesterday, literally. So, um, sorry, that's my order book. So, and um, like it was yesterday. Sorry, is there someone? Is this? Happened. Are you are you alone? Is there someone there with you? Yeah, I have. I am running after school, so my work phone's in the kitchen. Ah, okay. <laughs> so I was wondering. Um, so yes, yeah, so it was like it was yesterday. It's vivid to me to this day, um, and I believe that that was somebody. I don't know looking after me um, to this day, and I always kind of look back on that moment and go. Wait, there's a reason why I was stopped. 
you know. So you think it was um, a guardian angel as opposed to uh, as opposed to a spirit? It was. If it was any way dark than it was, it was black or it was a very, very dark, I would kind of took it as something not right, not yeah. right. Um, but at the same time, I took it was white. It was, um, I wasn't scared, scared, but I was just, you know, spooked that this thing was like sitting high on a cornfield and a bit of corn staring at me. And I was 10. So I was like, you know, no higher than a, a fifth classer, you know, that kind of way. So um, I ran into the house. I didn't go back into the field that day. Um, I went back the next day. But I'd, say, day. I'd say you were terrified, were you? Yeah, I was terrified. But looking back, um, I is I look back on it as a good experience. Um, like I, it, there's a couple of further things that have happened to me since then. Um, but I do I do believe they haven't. They're not, m- you know, malicious. They're just looking out for me. Um, you know, when I moved into my new house, um, it was only me and my son. I had no floors. My floors were just car um, floors, no carpet, and it was like brook boots walking along outside my son's bedroom. So for two weeks. So. That's, you know, but I believe that was someone looking out for him. <laughs> you know, I yeah. t- I just ignored it then. I believe that someone, my cat looks at a part of the wall upstairs on the landing. Now, I'm sorry, for, I'm sorry for cutting yeah. across it here, but there's texts coming in, uh, Goodo, um, in the last minute. And that's why I asked you where you're alone. Um, is there something? Yeah, no, I was alone. That was next time. No, was sorry, I'm talking about now. I'm talking about now <laughs> yeah. because there are people, Clan, I don't want to freak you out. There are people yeah. texting in, and again, Casey's trying to get them on air to find out exactly, claiming that they can hear noises down your phone line of a wailing or a crying or something like that. No, 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 that's no. Now, no, genuinely, no. how many people? No. Are, how many people are in the house? Are in your house at the moment, and are they all? Right, at, at the moment, I'm in my sitting room, with my cat. So that's it. And, your, and you, your cat hasn't been making noises. No, she's my just my newest arrival, so she doesn't meow or anything really. Or and did noises, no. did you hear? Because here's a message here. I can hear a wailing sound coming down that lady's line. Is she winding us up? Sorry, Katie. someone else said. Can anyone hear laughing? What? Well, no, there's nobody. No, no, I swear to God, it's only just me here. The kids are in the park with a minder, so no, just me. So. Yeah. That, that that is bizarre because there are people saying, But I can't hear anything. No, I can't hear it. That's why I'm I'm Well, I asked you a few minutes ago, uh, were you alone in the house because there was messages coming in. Um but it seems like you're the type of person that is susceptible to that sort of stuff, aren't you? The paranormal stuff. Oh, I love all that stuff. Um I watch programs on it. I actually I don't watch them at nighttime though. That's the only time I don't watch them. Yeah. Um because I just find um we I like we this house is dark. We don't put any lights on at nighttime. So I just get freaked out at night time. I'm not um, even but joking. The day we I have another it. message here. It sounds like somebody is struggling to breathe. It's not me. I'm breathing perfectly. No, my breathing is fine. What the hell? And then someone else saying, yeah, I can hear noises on her line. You're not ripping the piss out of us, are you? No, I swear to God, I'm sitting at okay. my kitchen table. Yeah, no, I'm not okay. moving. So. And you're on, yeah. a, you're on a mobile phone, so nobody else has, has access to that? No, no. That is my personal number, so no. Okay, thank you. we'll look into it. Um, Somebody else heard a cat crying. No, you're sorry. Just to confirm, you have no pets. No, she does have a I, pet. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, she's actually not. She's not. No, sorry. She's just sitting on the windowsill sleeping. She's not meowing. No. That's weird. I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, and you. The the only animal in the house is the cat. Is that right? Yeah, well, my house was haunted when I first moved in because I did hear footsteps upstairs. Oh, and Jesus I, Christ, I, I, I just, <laughs> Oh, my yeah, God. So, um, this was a piece of land before then. Do you live, so, on, do you live um, on the Southern Cross Road in Bray there? I live I live quite quite near it. Okay, I'm not buying property on the Southern Cross Road. No, 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 no. No, but I lived up um, 
So where Pettit's, um the supermarket is, yeah. I live n- quite near that. That's my family home. Near Riddles, so near, Rid- near Riddlesford, that estate. Down yeah, there. so down the more down that, more uh, near the super value. Yeah, so basically um, my family home is quite near that. And behind that used to be a cornfield before the sort of cross got built. Okay. So they were all fields, yes. Yeah, so that's, there, was, there is a story behind the field itself. Um, there, it's, a, it's a story behind the field about a well and a house. So I do know the story behind the, the field. So it could be connected to that. I don't know. So that's another day story. Jesus Christ. So you're like um, the, that woman in what is paranormal activity, that paranormal stuff just follows you around mm. by the sounds of things, isn't it? So far, it's all good. I believe that I've, um, I, it's just someone like watching out for me. And yeah, I believe I don't, I've never had anything like really kind of freaky happen. Um, so, so far, you know, it's all, you know. Okay, good. well, I'm, I'm glad, so. glad to hear that. Thanks very much for your call. Um, and if, if I have to say, um, if your house ever does go on on sale, yeah? Are oh, you- I know my house, unfortunately, is I, I was given it to by the government, so I don't actually own this myself. Well, it appears that the ghosts own it. Jeremy, uh, I think people are ripping the piss out of us. I'm off to get about four WhatsApp messages. One, lads, I hear strange noises from that lady's phone. What T... WTF another one oh my god I heard crying there no I swear no, to no, god no, it's I'm just not, me no 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 I'm not, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think you're lying to us I think, I think the listeners are ripping the piss out of us yeah I I'm think saying. it is because yeah no it's just me because there's no kids now it's like sheep one player, person so. says they hear it and then everybody Absolutely. says yeah thanks very much Kira bizarre bizarre and that just follows her around it's Ireland's most talked about podcast the only podcast with live callers and live debates it's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Niall, uh, you're back on. How are you? Yeah, I'm back on. Now, you weren't crying down the phone line to us, were you? No. <laughs> that's, that's not yet, you weren't. Um, and now, what do you want to say? What what experiences have you had? Well, I think I moved into this house and I was saying that um, an elderly woman had died there three years later. So you, then, you, you, moved, yeah. you moved into this house and they told you that, did they? The, the landlady told me that and asked me did it bother me and it didn't bother me we were fine with that and uh, sorry yeah, so she, we she actually told you that's a strange thing to tell somebody when they move into the house isn't that there was a death in the house yes it would put me off it would yeah. definitely put me off as well I don't think I could buy a house even though chances are unless it's a new build that somebody has died in the house at some stage and you don't know about it um, I was just going to rent for a year but um Anyway, that kind of stuff just wouldn't bother me. I, I, I wouldn't uh, freak out with anything like that. But, um, yeah, just little things started happening at the start. It's like uh, clothes I'd thrown on the floor would be neatly folded on the bed. And I just presumed my flatmate was doing it. And there was, like, stuff would be plugged out. Like, uh, I have to pull out the telly from the corner. The telly's back then were big and heavy, and it was, like, annoying to keep pulling it out to plug the telly back in and just, I wasn't saying that I was just presuming oh this is my flatmate so anyway I was going on for a few weeks and saying to his family listen you don't have to keep like tidying up my clothes for me I'm a big boy I can do that myself and uh, she was like I can tidy away your clothes what? I said we're the only thing yeah, yeah. and I was like I, yeah yeah okay. I'd love to have a ghost yeah I'd love to have everybody would love to have a ghost <laughs> like but um, then it was like she denied plugging out all the stuff and it started with just the telly. Then it was like, you could be out for the whole day and come back and everything is plugged out. And I thought then, like, the landlady must be coming in, maybe tidying around, called into her. And I just said, look, I don't mind if you feel the need to come in and tidy up. 
it's fine. I just, just let me know. And uh, she said, I would never go into it. That's your property. If you have the key for that, I would never go in there without the Okay, so that that is a hundred percent. It was not. It's not. Um, it wasn't someone that was in the house. It wasn't someone that was coming in to clean yeah. the house. That was definitely. Yeah, we had a key, and the landlady had a key, and that was it. But um, there was. I mean, this is only the small thing. Then it started like a uh, grow for a night out. When the night came back, and um, we opened the front door, and. Have you seen the green mild when like all the flies start pouring out of the guy's mouth? Yes, uh, when Tom Hanks, uh, yeah, the, the the guy in the cell, yeah, all the flies go up into the yeah. sky. Yeah, we opened the front door. We opened the front door to go into the house, and I mean, thousands of flies just came flying out. Again, and, I mean, I'm making this up, like, and I'm not a believer. This just happened, and then like we're just like we just I just put it down to ah, there must have been a flies nest, yeah. I'll always go with logical. Didn't think happened of it. It's just when you put it all together at the end, that's kind of weird. But it's like then another night came back after being out, went in the front door, which leads to a sitting room kitchen area, and it was bucket and rain, and it was like the place was full of steam, and the washing machine was going mental, absolutely crazy in the corner, and like obviously just. Like plugged it out of the wall, like yeah. you know. Um, like, all right, okay, just the uh, you know the, the washing machine has, has gone mental. So like, so we said to the landlady, she sent the repair man around. Like next day, he was very quick. He said he couldn't find anything wrong with the with the washing machine. He said more than likely, when you put it on a hot wash, it's a thermostat failed. And I was like, we don't ever use a hot wash. Like we use a forty degree wash. And he's just like, well, I can't even explain how that could have happened. I've never heard of a washing machine doing that. I said, okay, fair enough. Again, I thought, okay, it's an unusual thing to happen. Thought nothing of it. After that, there was the, which this one kind of freaks me out a bit. There was the thing where there was, uh, you know, the, the stuff for cleaning uh, false teeth. It's like a pink tablet. Sterodin. Yes, I've seen that. Yes, yes. Okay, well, in the bathroom, there was a mirrored cabinet over the sink. And there was also one behind the door over the back, which we never used. Now, the bathroom door, when you opened it, it kind of naturally just swung against the back, so you couldn't see this cabinet when you're at the bathroom sink. And like the the door once left open would sit against the back; it would just naturally swing that way. We sure. actually never touched. We just never touched. We never bothered closing. I'm I'm standing there brushing my teeth one morning, and the door creaks closed, and I looked in the mirror, and I could see the bathroom or the the other cabinet behind me, and it just curiosity is. I just opened it and inside was a mug full of pink water. Oh my right? God. You're like cleaning false teeth. And again, so again, there's it. nobody else that could have put that there. Well, obviously my flatmate could have but said he didn't. So I, I washed it out and I and uh, I said, I thought no, no, I was uh, I see flatmate winding me up. I like uh, washed it out, put it back in the kitchen and like um, at night, like uh, I would know that this, like the that the mugs would hang in the kitchen, like on and so I am like going to bed. Those six mugs would be there in the kitchen. I was the first one getting up in the morning, and the same thing happened. Like it went on for a few mornings, right? And I just said to me, mate, I was like, listen, stop messing with the cook. You're not freaking me out. I know what you're messing. And he was just like, f off. Like why would I get up? And like, did, did, so he he swore no. he swore that that wasn't him that did that. Absolutely swore by, and I, I 
would say to him, you know, uh, you know, again, like years ago, like, remember you used to try to wind me up with that? And he goes, like, shut up. He would think that I'm trying to wind him up. I said, like, shut up, like, stop trying to wind me up with that. So, I mean, again, like, this logic to it, I believe the logic. He was trying to wind me up. But there's just things, how, oh, there's another one. I got up one morning, there was Jesus, a Jesus, another story, my God, go on. Yeah. I got up one morning, there was a wet pack on the floor. I'd say about the amount of a glass of water. So I was like, ah, oh, I must have knocked over the glass of water from the locker. The glass was full, so that hadn't happened. I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't talk nothing of it. And then it was just randomly here and there, different patches around the bedroom. It wasn't every day. It was to do. And uh, I said it to the landlady, saying, there must be a plumbing problem. It's rich. Sure, yeah. Something. She got a plumber around, opened the attic. She brought me up in the attic. There was no pipes anywhere near over the room. There was a, a concrete floor underneath. There's no, uh, there's no water like that could have leaked there from anywhere, and there was just these random patches of wet were just here. I mean, Katie, do you have an explanation uh, for that? No. Wet patches on the on the bedroom floor. No, I'm being smart. <laughs> Don't be so childish. <laughs> we'll be back in a second. We, oh dear, almighty! It's. I'm sorry. I'm okay. in my thirties. This is very bad. No, we have one. Sorry. We have one more story you don't want to miss. Don't go away. It's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your opinion counts. It's the Opinions Matter podcast, and we are talking all things paranormal and scary. And boy, have we heard some really terrifying stories of things that have happened to people. I want to go to Dave. How are you, Dave? Hey, Jeremy. How's it going? Good. What have you got for me? Um, well, I have a couple of things there. Uh, first, first of all, Dave, was, do you mind um, me asking, did you hear a woman crying? Oh, Jesus, there's no No, because woman I'm crying. still getting messages from people saying they heard crying. They're winding you up. <laughs> or cats meowing. No, no. To be, to be honest, I, I didn't hear I didn't hear it now. Yeah, there you go. Thanks it. thanks for your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the first one was, um, I was going out with my, well, my new wife. Um, we were going out with each other a couple of years, and she was staying over in the house one night. So it was the middle of the night and uh, we were all kind of asleep and she said that something kind of, kind of spooked her and woke her up. So she sat up in the bed and she seen a uh, figure standing at the end of the bed. Mm. And like, it, it's like if you were to talk to my wife now, she, she wouldn't be kind of wanting to make up this kind of stuff. And I said, well, why did you wake me up? And she said, I actually couldn't move. Like, I actually felt like I couldn't move. Like. That sounds like sleep paralysis, doesn't it? It's, yeah. it's a bit spooky. Like, so the next morning... Um, I said, well, it's describe it like it's just like he's an old man, like wearing kind of an old, like an old kind of suit with a with a watch kind of hanging out of it, you know, stuff like this. So I I took down the old photo album that like you know because I was in my grand house like at the point I grew up in my grand house. But uh, she, I said, here, look, have a look through them, see, and she stopped on my granddad, and she said, that's definitely he was seen, like it's definitely a hundred percent that he was standing at the end of the bed, like. and it turned out that my granddad had died in the house oh my when God. He, when I was two, when I was two. Uh, he died in the house and like she's convinced like you know to this day even, she won't even talk about it because she feels very uncomfortable kind of yeah, talking of course, about it like, yeah. I'd be, I'd but, um, be, another I'd one was um, I wouldn't be able to sleep we with were, the lights uh, off by the way um, if that happened yeah I know because I, I, like, I wasn't I was kind of spooked just, Jesus Christ are you serious because anyone like, me, like, she wouldn't there's no reason to lie about it but, you know she didn't even know him yeah so um, but the, another one was um, I was out actually um my uh, auntie and my uncle are buried in a cemetery at Greystone and I was travelling through Greystone one night and I said look I said I'll pop in because I was very close to them I'll get some flowers there in the shop and I'll drop them up and I'll put them on the 
the grave. So I went in anyway, got the flowers, went up to the grave, and my aunt, my uh, wife's uh, nanny is buried in the same cemetery. Of course, yeah. So I went up anyway. Went up anyway, and I put the put the flowers on my auntie and my uncle's grave, and I was walking out, and I don't know what made me kind of do it. It sounds a bit stupid, but I looked into the direction of the the grave, and I seen um. I just kind of said to myself, oh, do you know what? Uh, I'm really sorry I forgot to get you some flowers and I'll get some flowers and I'll put them on the grave. The next time I come down, like, yeah. you know, so I got out and into the car anyway and I went off. But then a week later, my wife's uh, sister-in-law was out on a medium in Dublin. And the medium said to her, uh, look, I have a I have a message here for your sister-in-law, I think it is. Uh, and then she goes, oh, no, no, sorry. It's not, it's for your sister-in-law's husband's. And the wife's sister-in-law was like, okay, it's a bit weird, but yeah, what's the message like? And she goes, it doesn't really make sense, but it says, don't worry about the flowers. Wow. Okay. And, then I, and like when I heard that, I was like, I was spooked because there's no way on earth anybody could possibly know like, that. Like, it just, I just felt that. And like, I mean, you just won't be talking about it. Like, yeah. There's yeah. no way that could be known anywhere. No, of course not. And there's certain things, thanks very much, Dave. There's certain things that just can't be explained. Isn't that right, Katie? Like my half hour club story. Which we don't have time for now, I'm afraid. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'll have to tell it another day, but it is will. genuinely the freakiest thing ever. And by the way, thanks to everybody who wound us up saying that they could hear noises <laughs> because you're after winding Katie up to... Yeah, uh, now I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's people saying listen back to... I will, I always listen back to it. We listen back to it after the show. Kira all. says, Katie, it's me. Would I wind you up? In fairness, Kira wouldn't, so... Well, I that, don't know. And then I have someone else who sent a message, Robbie, and he's like, I'm a, an absolute sceptic, but... Um, He's saying that he heard it as well. He said, I'm a skeptic, so... Okay, we will listen back to us and um, see if those... If what, what are we talking about? Hey, wailing, crying, meowing. purring and meowing. Ah, there's nothing scary about a cat meowing, for God's sake. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.